When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast. Brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. I don't think it's possible for anyone to think their boss is perfect. But clearly it's possible, and dare I say easy, to think they're terrible. According to a new survey, 44% of people say they have left a job because of a bad boss. And here are the 10 biggest gripes the employees have with their bosses. Number 10, not setting clear expectations. So you never know. Well, what, what do they want? Do they, they want me to do just mm-hmm. that? Or? You're just not sure. You're left I'm guessing. sure. Yes. Yeah. Moving target. Mm-hmm. Uh, number nine, focusing more on your weaknesses than your strengths. Mm. Number eight, micromanaging. There you go. Yeah, that's a big one. Number seven, not giving direction on assignments or roles. Isn't it funny how the two extremes, it's like you got to find that happy middle. <laughs> not telling me what to do. Right. Micromanaging. Number six, not backing you up when there's a disagreement between you and a Ooh. client or a customer. Thanks for having my back. Mm-hmm. Number five, hiring or promoting the wrong people. Uh, number four, not fighting for you to get raises, not caring if you're overworked, not trusting or, or, or empowering you, and number one, taking credit for your work. These are all big problems. Yes. So what's the, the worst thing your boss has ever done? Hmm. Regifting a very nice pair of boots to a coworker. <laughs> Beautiful boots, never warm once. Wow. Mm-hmm. You would have never known it in a million years, nope. would you have just- <laughs> I would not. I spotted those boots in like two minutes nope. flat. It was like, boom. If that event lasted a million years, <laughs> it never would have occurred to me. That <laughs> those were the boots. No. Nope. Yeah. Do you remember giving boots? Of course. Oh, you remember that part? Yes. Mm-hmm. But couldn't tell a million years what they we looked could like. Could not pick them out of a Do you lineup. Know what color they were? Nope, I forget. <laughs> yeah, fashion sharp. Hey, old gringo. That's all I gotta say about that. That I remember. I remember what they were called. Did you really? Yeah, old gringo. Nice. Mm-hmm. I would say the worst thing. You know, I've I've talked about my boss at a radio station I worked at. Many years ago, that was a yeller. Oh, I don't do well with 
being yelled at. Like to your face or like down the hall kind of thing? Oh, like in your personal space oh, God. and in your face. I mean, that's just bully behavior. I don't like it. And he was a poker. <gasps> he would poke you? Oh, yeah. Oh. But you got to understand, like that was... And I'm not, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm not justifying it. I'm saying that that was his, he was always trying to get a rise out of you. That was his way of testing you and his way of challenging you and his way of seeing if you were, I guess, you know, strong enough to hang in there and make the cut. Oh, I would not do well with that at all. Yeah, he kind of fancied himself as a drill sergeant that made you tough. And I... And I couldn't really complain about it because I knew this about him when I took the job. I was warned, well aware, was well aware, went in eyes wide open. But this guy also had a reputation for being very good at what he did, and a lot of successful radio personalities, mm-hmm. you know work for and that it, guy yeah it, it, you know so and if you could work for him could work for anybody and that's kind of what i felt like like if if i can tolerate this guy if i can Did survive make, this guy make mm-hmm. you a little radio soldier yeah kind send of you off into battle for your next job right but he was brutal and he was always trying to he was always trying to break you mm-hmm. so you could you could act as tough as you wanted to but he could, he could, he could, he could smell weakness. He could smell fear. And whatever happened to him? He became the editor of a trade magazine, and then he ended up getting like he like co-wrote a song. Ended up somehow getting publishing rights to some really popular. Always feel confident on your second date with help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Her song and made millions off of like really? one hit record, yeah. For real? Really? <laughs> That's awesome. Wasn't Butterfly Kisses, was it, or something like that? Oh, God. Something really bizarre. Honest to God, I think it was something dumb like that. It was like some <laughs> one hit wonder. That he made a ton of money from, but he was, he was kind of a raconteur in the sense that he just, he did it all. Mm-hmm. He's a jack of all trades. The guy ran for, unsuccessfully, he ran for Congress in his home state of. He really did do a lot of things, didn't he? Oh, yeah. He wrote a book. Mm-hmm. I, I have an autographed copy of his book. Mm-hmm. So he was, yeah, I guess from that perspective, he was a really interesting guy, but man, he was just like, he mean. was abusive. Yeah. And there was more than one occasion where I just wanted to punch this guy in the face. <laughs> I'm glad you didn't. Yeah, me too. That would not have gone well. But this was also the, the same guy, too, that said to me, and I never forgot this, and I think about this every time a friend of mine or someone I know that's going through a tough situation at work with their boss burns a bridge or shoots themselves in the foot by allowing their emotions to get the best of them. And I remember him saying to me one day, 
never let your emotions affect your ability to make money. And you have requoted them on that over and over. I've heard that. Because it lot. is your livelihood. Mm-hmm. And how many people have you seen that just lost it with their boss? Mm-hmm. They walked off a job. Mm-hmm. And you get it, you understand it, but mm-hmm. they didn't have a plan. And it affected their livelihood. Mm-hmm. So that would probably be that would probably be the worst thing. That was probably the worst situation I ever had with a boss. I can just remember me getting emotional and Jeff being like, "Don't let your emotions <laughs> get in the way of your ability to make money." It's in the now book. Jennifer, it's in the, is that in his book too? <laughs> I was just trying to pass on what I. Had I was trying to be helpful. I was trying to empower her. <laughs> it's his way of saying, calm down. <laughs> Relax. That's what I should have said. Because that's what every woman loves to love hear, right? That, yeah. Oh, calm down. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> 513-749-2320. So I worked at a, uh, a salon and spa for specifically for men. And we had private rooms and we did massages and we did haircut services and different things like that. And I had a client who would repeatedly ask for sexual favors for money. Mm-hmm. And at first it was kind of like a joking thing, and then, it, and then it became obvious that he was not kidding. And at that point, I reported him to my boss, and after I did that, actually a few more employees came forward with similar accusations, and it was really About the same guy? Everyone. Same guy, yeah. And so my boss said, oh, you know what, this is, we don't tolerate this kind of behavior. I'll let him know that he's not welcome back here. Turns out he's actually a local politician, and he had made some kind of tongue-in-cheek threats that he would boycott her business and have other people do the same. And she ended up actually bending to his will and letting him come back to the salon, even though it made the employees really uncomfortable and, and, and in a way, you know, jeopardized our safety. And so I thought that that was really, uh, you know, inappropriate for my boss to sort of just drop us in the grease. for. Yeah, it sucked that she didn't have your back there. Yeah, it felt definitely felt like she didn't have our backs and right. it was really uncomfortable. That's a bummer. Yeah, you still working there? Oh, no. (laughs) Definitely not. All right. Thanks for sharing, Samantha. Yep. (laughs) We asked the question on our Facebook page. By the way, you can like us on Facebook. We're Jeff and Jen on Q102 on Facebook. What's the worst thing your boss has ever done? Uh, Melissa says, I had a boss who bragged about stripping after high school, and then one day she wanted to show off her moves in the break room. (laughs) Oh, great. (laughs) I think that's kind of (laughs) awesome. I would be so entertained by that. that. Can't you just picture like the uh, the break room chairs being turned around? Oh my god! Yes, and if there was a pole, because we have a couple of we have those kinds of they're very big poles, but I'm sure they could be used if necessary in a pair of flats. I know exactly. That's awesome. (laughs) Tiffany says uh, our boss passes gas in the middle of meetings and conversations. Everyone gags. They're silent but deadly. Uh, And then Patty says she calls me from the toilet. No. <laughs> Great. I love it. That's awesome. That's where some of the best thinking's done, you know? You gotta it's true. I better call her before I forget. Sometimes the only place you can find any peace. One thing on this list, you know, ten worst things that the, that bosses do that I've always run into. Not here. Uh-huh. I'm blessed to have a, an amazing boss here, but in previous uh jobs, having a boss that quote unquote just doesn't get it. Yeah. It's like, how do you not understand this concept? 
Right. How can you're the boss? Yeah, and that's something else that Jeff has said always that he needs to work for somebody that's smarter than him. Right. I mean, you want to work for somebody who doesn't get it, you know? Who (laughs) I want to learn something. Who has less experience than you? Improve. Yeah. (laughs) I want to be challenged. (laughs) I just immediately call. We worked for the nicest guy, but I can remember him. You know what? I'd really love to see you guys do. I want you to relate your life to the music a little more. Like if you're playing, if you're playing a song by the Cranberries, say Thanksgiving dinner. My favorite part is the Cranberries. <laughs> when you're talking up the intro of the song, see the correlation there between the music. We're taking the music of the radio station and we're intertwining it with the lives of our personalities. I think that's a successful marriage. That's very relatable to yes, the listener. Very relatable. So and it's a creative way of selling the product. <laughs> Don't get me started on this guy. They switched formats. I couldn't no, handle it. Yeah, oh, yeah, they have. No. <laughs> nice guy. No, he's a super oh, nice guy. Oh, God, I just love him. But... I couldn't take him. <laughs> what song is next, Jeff, that we're going to play? Oh, Stay we... by Stay. Zed Stay. and Alessia Cara. Try to do that. Yeah. Well, hey, coming up next, we've got... <laughs> what are we doing next? Coming up next, we've got... Uh, let's see. I was going to talk about The Bachelorette. Oh, coming up next, we'll talk about... The- that's right. Don't go anywhere. Stay. Make sure you stay. Like Zed and Alessia Cara. There you go. <laughs> but first, for those of you who can't stay, here's your Q102 carryautomotive.com traffic. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. Cincinnati's Q102 Jeff and Jen. It's 832. Mix of sun and clouds and an isolated pop-up thunderstorm is a possibility. High of 88 right now. It's 71. We have breaking news. Breaking news coming in out of the Cincinnati Zoo this morning. Yeah, so baby Fiona will have a new playmate. Yay. And I have no idea whether hippos and rhinos play together, but in my cute little zoo baby world <laughs> that I've created in my mind, they do. And yesterday, a rare black rhino was born at the Cincinnati Zoo. The first black rhino born at the zoo since 1999. I mean, did they know she was pregnant? So they must have known. It's a healthy calf named Kendi. I think I'm saying it right. So welcome, Kendi. Welcome, Kendi. Does it say how big a baby rhino is? I mean, was it already, was it born? Is this, uh, yeah, is the, does the rhino have problems? Is this someone that we're concerned about? Is Everything someone... looks normal right now. <laughs> Can Fiona take a rhino, her? Yeah. <laughs> Other than it being an endangered species. Right. Uh, everything seems normal. Roughly, baby calves are born about 100 pounds. Wow. All right, so Fiona's got a couple hundred pounds. We've got a cool pick on our Q102 Facebook page. Yeah. Rhinos and hippos. I'm going to say they're cousins. They kind of, you know, kind of sort of gigantic things. You know, Fiona's well, got worry. a new cousin. I worry about you know that big old horn on the rhino. Well, it could be like you know, 
Gotta be the fox <laughs> and the hound. So cute. Those were the best fox of friends. So <laughs> is, is that a boy or girl? She it's said, Kendi. I don't Kendi? Know. I don't know. That sounds like a girl name, doesn't it? Kendi. Grater's going to come out with an ice cream flavor now for Kendi. Maybe in a little what. bit. Telling you when I'm going to be at Liberty Center later today, and I'm going to go over to that Grater's. I'm going to get me some of that chunky, chunky hippo. I'm going to go. Was, I'm going to go to that go Grater's. There. I'm going to go there. I'm going to get me some of that get chunky, it. chunky hippo. <laughs> going to get me some I'm of gonna that. Going to get me some of it. Like it. They have not been able to determine the calf's sex yet. Gotcha. It's nobody a, nobody wants a, to get close enough? Well, it's a critical <laughs> bonding period where, oh. where mom oh. and baby kind of hang out and do their things. Sniffing. So, Kendi, which the staff voted to name, means the loved one in Swahili. Oh, I like that. We should all have a Swahili name. But it wasn't born premature or anything like that. Doesn't say anything about that, yeah. So, How did she hide that pregnancy from us? I mean, I, I'm sure the zoo staff knew, but you can't tell when a rhino's pregnant. Well, isn't it like a hundred pound baby? Maybe it's for the same reasons women don't like to talk about the pregnancy until the first trimester is passed. Because you know, if it doesn't go well, then the... we were too busy looking at the hippo. We were too, yeah, distracted by <laughs> Fiona. So I'm excited. That's really that cool. is cool. I love that. It's kind of love cute. we have a baby. The breeding program, I mean, is so impressive at the Cincinnati Zoo. So check out the photo, Q102 Facebook page, and welcome Kendi. Maybe I should ask them to help me out. <laughs> help you out what? Oh, the, so with their breeding, breeding program. Are you ready for another one? No. Oh. Thanks for listening to the Q102 <laughs> Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.